Hey, Jake. I like video games. Hey, Tony. I like video games, too. Well, welcome, everybody, to a brand fresh new episode of... Hey, I like that game. Hey, I like that game, 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 game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. How you doing? My mind was racing. I was like, what's like an arcade style intro? That was I don't know. That was kind of. That was, I mean, like, yeah, I got you. Now that you say it, I get it. <laughs> Winners don't do drugs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How you doing, Jake? Oh, I'm doing fine and dandy. Uh, it's been a, a little bit of a quick turnaround since our last episode. Yeah, it has been. I mean, we've had some time off here with the Thanksgiving. Uh, happy late Thanksgiving to all, all the Americans listening to the show. A happy extra late Thanksgiving to all our Canadians. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, this, this was a shorter game, so we uh, turned it around quick. Uh, I've I've been playing a game since our last one. I, I don't think you've been playing too much. You you've been on Puppy Patrol. Puppy uh, Patrol. She got she got her first shots yesterday, and she was she was like just feeling bad all day. Mm -hmm. So I lose I lose chunks of time to this puppy. But I think I'll be able to play some video games at some point in December. <laughs> Great. Well, I've been playing one. Like I said, um, it's called Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen. Yeah, so, I saw you playing this on Steam. Yeah, so I bought this game forever ago during a Steam sale. Uh, it came uh, highly recommended from a lot of um, video game critics that I really appreciate their opinions, like Austin Walker. Like he used to talk about this game like it was, like you know, genius. But I, I've always thought about it, like uh, I don't like open world games because this is this is closer to a skyrim than it is like anything else like big open world that you can roam around um that type of game but like I, so i've always got these recommendations for it always been meaning to play it so i found myself with some time this week and just booted it up just to see mm -hmm. what it's all about um it's really interesting it's a very very interesting game so um like I said, it's an open-world RPG a la a Skyrim, but it's third-person, um, made by Capcom. So you can, like, really feel the, the Capcom design and DNA in it. Like, it feels the a little bit... Communist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it feels a little bit like Monster Hunter at times, which, I, like, I really enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a third-person character action-y kind of game but like truly open world like you can kind of run and go anywhere there's a bunch of different quests that will take you to to different parts of the map um and in between uh those big quests you have uh you know a lot of like uh, emergent storytelling things you know open worldly kind of stuff where like mm -hmm. you'll run into an enemy cluster or like a big big bad and you're trying to like run to escape it and then you'll like fall into this pit over here and then find this cool thing you know like it's very much a explorationly driven game but um one of the things i've always not liked about these type of games because i think uh you and i both know that famously i don't i don't like open world games like that's yeah not, not your bag not my thing but um the combat is actually really fun in this game because uh, it's a Capcom game, obviously. So mm -hmm. they uh, they're good at making you know combat in their games. So that really drives me to explore more. You know, after really liking Breath of the Wild, like it it, it taught me to appreciate exploration and like um, how well designed an open world game can be uh, given the right you know factors. Uh, and I'm 
digging. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging what this game is doing. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot what's of... The, what's the combat style like? Like, what is it? Is it very much like RPG, just like throwing out spells and you need to like level up slowly, get better gear, or is it a bit more like action-oriented than that? So a little bit of both. So everything that you just said is in the game where there is, you're, you're throwing out spells, it's action-oriented. Uh, so like, you don't really have a cooldown so much as you, like, it takes a certain amount of time to cast a spell or perform mm-hmm. like a weapon skill or something. And that's what that's what like inhibits you from doing stuff. Um, but you have like nine classes to choose from. There's three starter classes that are like, uh, the rogue, the warrior, and then the, the, the mate, the mage. Um, but then, uh, a couple hours into the game, you unlock the ability to kind of, uh, change your class. And the six classes that open up from there are kind of like, here's a mix of certain ones. Like I'm playing right now, uh, it's like a magic archer, which is a combination Ooh. of uh, a rogue and a mage. So, like, I can use staffs and cast spells, but I also have access to my secondary weapon being a bow. So, like, mm-hmm. um, all the different character classes have, you know, different weapons and abilities that you only have available to that class. But you can mix and match a little bit with the hybrid classes. Um, but, yeah, like... My class is now primarily like a rogue-like combat, so I have two daggers, so I'm really fast, like, uh, bobbing and weaving into combat, but then I also have a bow that shoots, like, magic arrows. So, like, I actually don't have arrows. It just shoots, like, beams of light that home onto your target, and um, it's it's like a fascinating class. I've never really seen this done uh, in in a game like this. Um, yeah, but, but like it's it's really neat how they how combat works, how you level up, because um, a lot of it is just like being out in the open world, killing stuff levels you up and then it levels up your like class or like your job, whatever you want to call it, um, which unlocks more skills and spells that you can kind of equip to your character because you can only mm-hmm. have like four weapon spells and four, like, secondary weapon spells or, like, something attached to it. I don't know. I haven't played a mage, so that that I could be wrong about how mage works. But at least on, like, weapons-based classes, you have, like, basically eight skills available to you plus some passives. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. But at the same time, at the same time, there's a lot of little things that annoy the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> uh, this game has encumbrance. Uh, which I hate. Uh, I, I understand, like, design-wise why you would put that in a game, because you need to drive people back to cities and stuff like that to interact with quests and, and, and do things in towns. You can't yeah. just be out in the open world forever, right? So it makes sense, but I still fucking hate it. Um, the crafting isn't great. Um, the equipment menuing is, like, really shitty. Like, there's some really bad menuing in this game. Um, yeah, when, like, menuing is really cumbersome, that can slog a game to a halt right and like in the game um it is an open world game with a lot of verticality um but you can't climb on everything like you can in like breath of the wild but fall Mm -hmm. damage is like a big thing in this game and sometimes it can be really really frustrating that you you take a calculated jump you're like okay i'm gonna take some fall damage but i'll be okay and then you die and then you lose 
30, 40 minutes of gameplay because like it Oof. it doesn't it doesn't generously auto save for you. You have yeah. to you have to cognizantly like I'm gonna save before I and do it's these so things. So easy to forget like a quick save in those kinds of games. I know, like I think I have like ten hours in this game already, and I would say maybe half of that is me just like <laughs> dicking around and losing 20 30 minutes here or there doing dumb stuff um like running into places i, sh- I definitely shouldn't be it's like ah, i'll figure it mm-hmm. out and then i just get creamed by a giant <laughs> <laughs> ogre or something like that um but it's it's so neat um the the thing that i'm i'm starting to realize as i play this game more and like i had a little fun with like genshin impact earlier this year um <laughs> Maybe it's uh, maybe it's not that I hate open world RPGs. Is that I just I hate Bethesda RPGs. I think that's <laughs> that what it is. It. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like that's always been like my my touchstone for like the big, massive anything can happen RPGs. And mm-hmm. I just maybe I just bounce off of their games. Maybe you just don't like Bethesda games. Yeah, maybe that's it. Um, there's there's also some cheese stuff you can do in this game that definitely it makes you feel like this is a very old video game, which I, I think it is. Like this game came out, let's see, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, let's see, Dragon's Dogma came out in 2016, or at least this Dark Origin version came out in 2016. I think there was a version before that was maybe a couple years uh, older, but mm-hmm. uh, you can definitely tell there's some just like old video gamey stuff in here like for example uh the chest items are randomized so like you'll find chests throughout the world just from from exploring you know there's like Mm -hmm. oh here's a big chest like open her up uh those items are randomized and you can a lot of times save in front of them and then open it up (laughs) it's not an item i want i'm gonna reload my save open her up like i don't Uh think i don't think it's that easy i think you have to like die and have like a um a um, a checkpoint far enough back. I, I don't know how the, the mechanics of those chests work quite yet, like the, the math behind it. Um, but uh-huh. I definitely opened up several chests, the same chest multiple times, and got different things out of them. And like, oh, this was a better one, so I'm going to load up this save and, right. <laughs> and get the better item, you know? Um, so I love that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's neat. And like this game's nine bucks right now. It's on, on, on the Steam sale. So, so I, I think this is, this game's really cool. I didn't even touch upon the pawn system that's in this game, which is like kind of how multiplayer works. It's not really multiplayer, Mm -hmm. but it's like you, you bring in characters from other people's games, uh, which is cool. Uh, and it, and it works really well. Um, but yeah, Dragon's Dogma, this, this game's dope. Uh, it, it's one of these games that's like, man, I, I would love a new one of these. I would love a new one of these because uh, it definitely is showing its age a bit but it's mm-hmm. very very cool game very cool game check it out if you've uh, been meaning to um, dragon's dogma dragon's dogma yeah. i think there's like a uh, netflix show coming out too which is like a weird it's like there's a weird dragon's dogma anime happening or something like yeah. that yeah yeah it's like there's just like weird shit with have you series. seen the trailer for the monster hunter movie <laughs> 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 oh you see, as you see, like Mila Jovovich and something, it's like, ah, oh, god, damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's Why? Not, it's not gonna be good. Ah, oh, man, she was so good in the Fifth Element, and I think since then, well, and Zoolander, she was good in Zoolander, but every movie since then, Zoolander. Yeah, she's um. Oh, 
Oh, she's, yeah. uh, she's the uh, Will Ferrell's the, like, the evil henchman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes yeah, a lot yeah. of great faces in that movie. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think uh, I think that does it for the top of the show. Jake, we're playing for for today's episode game, uh, Die Hard Arcade. Jake. Die Hard Cade. <laughs> Die Hard Cade. <laughs> Die Hard. Die Hard. Arcade. When the explosions go off. Uh, yeah. Come back after the break and we'll talk about it. We're back. Die Hard Arcade, Jake. What do you think? What do I think? <laughs> We're getting into the rating right away. <laughs> shortest episode ever. Uh, yeah, shortest shortest game and shortest episode ever. Um, so this is a 1996 uh, arcade game that was re-released for the Sega Saturn in 97. Mm-hmm. That's where I played um, it. Yeah, so I played the Sega Saturn version as well. Mm-hmm. This is one of those arcade games that I'm almost certain I've seen it at an arcade, but yeah. it has never been graced with one of my quarters. Yeah. it's uh, So this is, like, Sega and the prime of them, like, uh, doing the 3D modeling, like, their 3D-looking uh, graphics. Like, this game looks a lot like Virtua Cop, like Virtua Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, like, yeah. that sort of style to it. But uh, it, it feels like it, it, it's... It, more advanced than those games in terms of graphics but like not by not by much i think the thing that uh really impresses me about the way this game looks is it's like animations like mm-hmm. it's a beat em up like pretty good animations yeah right and it's a beat em up game you know based on die hard right that's or at least loosely. in na- loosely loosely in name almost alone but um but yeah like the animations like when you punch somebody like they throw all of their weight into these punches like it's mm-hmm. the 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 sense of um i don't know i don't even know what to call that like the momentum like of like punches like, yeah Im- yeah impact that's what i'm looking for like impact of your punches your kicks when you hit people with weapons like it, it actually feels pretty good <laughs> it's funny we're talking about like impact here guns feel the same way but they don't they don't really do impact like damage it's more like impact to your character as they're like pulling the trigger like there's a really satisfying like cock back when you fire the pistol you know (laughs) it's uh and then like the enemy across the screen like flinches a little bit and takes (laughs) half a punch worth of damage right exactly it's it's, as we all know from video games fists do more damage than guns obviously obviously well i mean Uh. like the stuff you are doing with your fists though are pretty uh pretty fancy you know like I mean, yeah, Bruce Willis here has some has some pretty substantial moves. You can do like a a spinning uppercut. Like if somebody you get somebody on the ground, you can like throttle them against the ground a few times. Yeah, you can cuff people too. Like you can knock people to the ground and like cuff them, and then they just like that's like an insta kill basically. Um, 
which is which is cool, but like not very needed in this game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I think this is like an interesting game to talk about because, like, beat em, beat 'em ups are a staple of arcades everywhere. You know, you get your Turtles in Time, your Simpsons Arcade, uh, like Alien vs Predator. You got the like six person X Men game. There's a lot of beat 'em ups and. At least for me, it's hard to, like, quantify what makes a good one or not. So, for me, like, the rubric for, like, grading a beat-em-up is, um, I think, an engaging art style, good music, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of moves, like, a lot of, like, um, so you're not just hitting punch, 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 kick, punch, 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 kick, you know, like, giving you something to, to um to break up the monotony because beating up games get monotonous. Um, yes. Those things. And then I think the last one would be like cool weapons to use, like limited, po- like limited time power ups that you get, uh, have those be like satisfying to use. Um, mm-hmm. like, I would, like secrets or progression are like things that like, that's a good, nice to have. But I think those, those core things I mentioned is what I'm looking for in a beat em up. Um, and I think this game has a lot of that. Um, it's really it, sh- yeah. It's it doesn't sh- have good music. The sound oh, the music. is awful. <laughs> yeah. It's a, so like I think the sound effects are okay, but like the music itself is pretty bad. Like the mm-hmm. sound effects of like uh, the guns, but like again, like the handgun, the pop 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 of that, like. That's a really satisfying sound effect to me, or like when you hit somebody with a I, broom. I I disagree. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just I guess there's just difference of opinion on that one. Um, <laughs> or like, or like the the enemy screams sometimes when they die. Oh, they shout. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's great. I I kind of I kind of like that, but honestly, some. Just to, uh, just so I don't forget to mention this, enemies sometimes will plead for their lives. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be on the ground. They'll be like shaking their, their hands, like, "Please, no, I'm not fighting anymore." Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. Like, it is for the wild. It's like, why is that there? And there's like no way to like take it easy on them. It's not like you can say, "Like, here, mm. get out of here." It's like, no, you like they're you gotta you gotta finish finish the fight yeah they're sitting there pleading and then you just like pistol whip them like it's pretty brutal um Mm -hmm. pretty brutal um okay so we also we we flew right past this which is a my apologies on that uh but so this is diehard arcade like diehard that is john mccain in this game um mclean did I say McCain? Sorry. Yeah. John <laughs> a little different. <laughs> late, late, uh, late Arizona Senator John McCain. It's a really weird crossover. Uh, I don't know how they got the rights. Um, but so this game came out in 96. Die Hard with a Vengeance came out in 95. So this is like right on the tails of that. Um, mm-hmm. From what I read, I think it's Fox Interactive, like licensed this and like, like, hey, we have the Die Hard license to do something with. And then they they made this game, um, so at least the English version. In Japan, it's like um, Dynamite Cop or something like that. Hell um, yeah, that's such a cool name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in in Japan, it's Dynamite Deca, 
and then there's like like follow-ups it was dynamite cop i believe um but there but there are the the character model is supposed to be like john mcclane for sure even in Mm -hmm. japanese like very heavily inspired uh by that Uh, oh wait yeah i'm sorry it wasn't initially made as a diehard game it was dynamite deca in japan when they brought it over to the states they licensed die hard and then bam that's that's how it happened. Just like renamed the main character yeah basically but uh, but again the the design of that character was based on john mcclain like from the mm-hmm. from the onset i believe well i mean it is like sure. it's like die hard inspired i mean gets to the the plot if you can call it a plot you know and beat em up it's always paper thin but there's a skyscraper being held hostage uh as well as the president's daughter and then you're just like a special a special ops guy that gets sent in to try to save save everybody yeah either john mcclain and chris thompson which is the the female player two in this game um Mm -hmm. so yeah you're (laughs) the president's daughter is in this building for some reason uh and See, is it the, like the U.S. president, or is it just like the president I, of the company? I, that's what I was struggling with too. Like, the time I thought, like, oh, it's the like the U.S. president, and then like at some point, it's just like I'm in the president's office. I'm like, why would the president have an office in like a random skyscraper? Like, oh, wait, he's the president of this company. I that's what I like. I had that same thing. I always assumed it was the U.S. president, but I. I think it's the president of whatever corporation this is. This is mega cool. Whatever, yeah, whatever building we're in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, is it Nakamura Towers in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's that like they wanted to make a game heavily inspired by the original Die Hard because this is definitely original Die Hard. Not so much Die Hard with a Vengeance, which had, this is coming out on the tails of. Or live free or die hard. Ugh. I like. <laughs> I. I have a a lot of reverence for like two of the Die Hard movies, and then like the rest are just like meh to me. Like the original mm-hmm. Die Hard and Die Hard with a Vengeance are like excellent, excellent films. Love those, uh, and all the rest of them are just like I don't know, not super jazzed about it. But I I feel like in the spirit of those two movies, I really like this game captures that. Like mm-hmm. it definitely captures that feeling, that vibe. The only thing you don't do in this is like walk on broken glass, which is a shame. They should have. You do like lose your clothes halfway through the game, and I don't know if it's like I never got like a cutscene or anything. It's just like you're it's just no, wearing like a, a wife beater and like pants and shoes, and then the next combat starts, and like your pants are like frayed, you're barefoot, and like your shirt's ripped. And like when, when it's, did that happen? Yeah, like the the game. Re- doesn't really try to tie any sort of story together there are cuts there are cutscenes in here but they're horrible they're so like they play like a one to two second clip and then it fades to black for like a beat and then it loads another like one to two second clip of just like oh no load out load in for the president's daughter load out load in (laughs) yeah it's uh it's it's not great. It's not great. Uh, um, what what do you think? So what do you think of the combat in this? I mean, that's what uh, beat him up lives and dies on is like the combat and like the enemy type. I think it's, I think combat is good. I think enemy type is less so. Like there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of um, 
skins or like wraps to the models but there's not a lot of unique animations unique mechanics like it's right it's they're all bare just bones um, but in terms of like combat itself i i like it i think there's a lot of different moves you can do like we, we mentioned some before like spin kick and uppercut you can mm-hmm. uh you can cuff people you can do different like grabs and stuff then there's all the different weapons the broom fire axe spray cannon lighter which is very right. fun um the the different guns in the game there's like a hand kind of uh ak-47 there's a there's a pipe which is always great the one that the one that i like the most that comes out of nowhere the anti-tank rifle that you oh, fi- yeah. that you find in the bathroom it's just sitting on the floor <laughs> like what the fuck yeah this game throws weapons at you and there's no like real power curve like you get a rocket launcher in like the third fight encounter yeah yeah this game's pretty much right away and it's just like it throws guns at you and i don't feel like overpower necessarily but like this is not a hard beat-em-up no definitely not a hard game definitely not a hard game um yeah they're really trying to make it feel like an action movie like they're trying to go over the top with this theme right like they're trying to play into the diehardness of this which i like you know i like that um bef- we're still kind of talking about combat but i have to mention this scene <laughs> in the bathroom because we were just talking about the anti-tank rifle so when you start when you start the bathroom level it's, it's an amazing start to it there's one of the goons standing with his back to you at a urinal like clearly it's a urinal and he's just like bobbing up and down like doing his like idle animation but he's just like bobbing up and down at this urinal um it's it makes it look like he's, he's shaking the last couple drops out, and, <laughs> and it's it's hilarious and it's like genius, right? Because you're it's not like like oh we have to do this animation for this dude to take a leak. It's like nope, just put his back to the wall and just throw it in there. It, it'll, it. Yep, it'll they'll get it. They'll get the joke, you know. Like I I don't know. I thought that was very funny. I I love little little shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah the. The combat is satisfying, but there's, like, not a lot of it. Um, but if we're talking about satisfying things in this game, uh, the the one, the single most satisfying thing in this game are the quick-time events. I, oh, yeah. Like, speaking of, like, the animations earlier, like, the quick-time events are where that really, like, comes in. Yeah, yeah. So the, the levels are strung together by, you know, quick-time events. And they're, you know, we're so used to, like, modern quick time events and how like kind of complex they can get and long uh like a long series of button presses that you need to do uh this game does not do that it is one button Mm -hmm. press you press punch or kick it gives you a fairly wide window to hit it um Mm -hmm. did you did you ever fail jake or did you always have i would like i would fail like occasionally just because like i didn't remember what button i bound punch or kick to sure sure (laughs) sure but like it's like it's it surprises you kind of the first time it happens mm-hmm. but then after that like it'll be a fairly long scene like the scene in the garage where you have to like dodge the car like there's maybe a 2 or 3 second like little cutscene thing that happens before it that can kind of brace you for it uh, mm-hmm. but they're they're really interesting that my my favorite ones are the ones where you're transitioning between rooms you're sprinting down a hallway and then you either <laughs> clothesline a lady or just you like, ju- 
crap out of him. Yeah, or like drop kick a dude. And like <sighs> the thing, the thing that is just so brutal about it is that like the the people don't look like they ex- they definitely don't expect it. So you are just mm-hmm. completely blindsiding this person. <laughs> and as we had mentioned, the animations in this game are like pretty good and very like aggressive and brutal. Like, so it it looks like it like it hurts. Like this this person. Well, then if you, you miss them, they like dodge underneath your punch, and then you just like whiff hard, and your body just like slides onto the ground too. Yeah, yeah, it really conveys this like sense of momentum like really mm-hmm. really well, and the like. I had such a fun time looking up the, the gifts of just coming, sprinting down the hallway and nailing a lady coming out of a door that doesn't look like an enemy. Like, she, like you had never fought uh, a lady enemy, I don't think, until that moment. So it just looks like you hit an innocent bystander. Right. <laughs> like, she's just walking out of this door and whap. Yeah, like, this game doesn't have, like, bystanders, like, a lot of uh, arcade games like this will have. It's just, like, everybody's an enemy. Yeah. And, yeah, you just, that gif that you tweeted was phenomenal. He's just smacking this person who, like, in any other game would probably, like, have the same model as, uh, like, a NPC or it's, like, a friendly character. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> um, I feel like... Um, one of the things with this game is that like they they don't teach you anything like this game doesn't teach you like you know we were talking before Mm. about how there's a lot of different moves like spin kick uppercut cuffing a dude like all all these different moves Uh, the game doesn't teach you any of it it just yeah i think it's an outcome of of its arcade origin yeah exactly like it's um it's kind of like a fighting game where you kind of have to just uh experiment with the controls and it's like mm-hmm. oh if i do you know core circle forward and punch what does that do oh yeah that does something you know like you're you kind of mess with standard uh fighting game uh inputs and uh and do that mm-hmm. but it doesn't teach you anything which right know. right you kind of have to like either like look up stuff or just like experiment around and find different like moves and like button combinations yep uh, this game's really short. You can beat it in like an hour. But yeah, it's definitely a game you can beat on a quarter or two, for sure. Oh yeah, I think I got like a. I think I did like two two game overs, but like the third time around, it's like I'm just only going to use guns, so I don't have to like get into combat, and I was able to, to beat it that time. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, since we played it on the on the Sega Saturn, uh, and that's what I grew up with, I, the Sega Saturn version. Uh, it comes yeah. with this game, Deep Scan, which mm-hmm. is like a very old arcade game, like Atari-era kind of yeah. arcade game. It, like, it's uh, drop depth charges on the subs going by, and it's like this timing timing game. Yep. So um, I remember, I, I, so I had this game for the Sega Saturn. I didn't have a lot of Sega Saturn games, so I, I played a lot of this game, uh, and I played a lot of Deep Scan, and one of the things I totally forgot about Deep Scan in this game, which I, I still don't fully understand why it was included with with this game, but mm-hmm. uh, 
every 200 points you get in deep stand gives you a credit so i remember really i remember when i was younger and i i would struggle with the game like beating it every time like you i would get a couple game overs and then you know okay i'm just gonna pick up certain weapons and and streamline through this game but i remember i would always lose the first time you fight robots remember when they drop like two uh like reddish robots down i remember like for some reason i would always die there and couldn't couldn't get past it and i remember spending like 40 minutes one time maybe longer playing deep scan just racking up credits <laughs> so i was like i'm gonna beat this game you know like younger tony who was really bad at video games apparently he <laughs> needed uh, I, I like i like that they, they offer that because that's oh like always the difficulty in porting arcade games to non-arcade uh like consoles is that you have to find some way to square that mechanic because like an arcade like you're lives are bound to however much money you have on you and right. they are like in, incentivized to be like a bit harder just to like get more money out of you but when it comes to the the console like you the prices of entry is just like everything at yeah. least for this old and how do you give them enough lives so they can like beat the game but, but not, not so, so many, many. Like, it's infinite and there's no challenge to it right. and i don't really think there's like a good way of doing that um but like i like that this game like tries something in that there's a mini game that gives you more continues so you kind of give yourself a cushion I if would, you're willing to engage with another one yeah like i i would love that to be a mechanic in most beat-em-ups like th i think that would be really neat uh because i remember um i really struggled beating the original streets of rage like mm -hmm. couldn't yeah. couldn't ever beat that game completely and, and the mighty final fight too i'd always get to the final boss and it would run out of continues there so like the, this was something that happened to me all the time as a kid where like i really enjoy playing beat-em-ups but i'm never able to like finish them you right know? and this game even though it doesn't need it you know you don't necessarily need a lot of extra credits to beat die hard arcade um, mm -hmm. the fact that that mechanic is in there, like that is something worth, you know, applauding, I guess, uh, more beat em up games should, should take that. It's almost like an accessibility type thing because you don't, you don't want to just have a option in, you know, options, I guess, uh, that would say like, pick your number of continues like that. I don't know. Like that's too easy then, right? You gotta, you gotta provide some good work for your player to do uh yeah so yeah. it's it's an interesting little thing but um i feel like i had to at least mention it uh what else what else do i have written about die hard <laughs> arcade i don't mm. think that much no not really the bosses aren't really anything to write home about they're mostly just like bigger enemies with bigger health pools yeah and like no, so moves or like environment some of them are like they're was it there's the sumo wrestler guy um mm -hmm. there's uh yeah the spider bots the the main bad guy uh what is but they're guy? not like doing anything like nuts that you're gonna it's gonna like blow you away like they might just like avoid some of your attacks or like have projectiles but like any normal enemy can just like have a rocket launcher too so it's not like it's anything that's really gonna take you right or right. like take you off the line. final boss has like two phases like one where you fight 
in the president's the president's room but like <laughs> like he, he <laughs> installed like sliders on all his furniture that can go into the wall and then like back into the room but they come out with such force that they'll knock you on your ass it's yeah very weird <laughs> very weird um and then he you have to fight him again but now he has like samurai swords because of course because of course he does uh, of course he does uh <laughs> The only, the only thing that can beat Dynamite Cop is Samurai Swords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Jake, I think I know what your answer is, but let me hear it anyways. What, what do you th I think? I think this one's a, hey, I don't like this game. Mm -hmm. um, I will admit that like beat-em-ups are a difficult game to make super fun. Um, my favorite beat-em-up is still Turtles in Time. But, like, I will ad totally admit that that game definitely gets pretty monotonous as you go all the way through it. But it's just really carried by its fun art style, uh, fantastic music, and just, like, enemy enemy variety. And that, like, your normal enemies are going to have, like, a bunch of different things to throw at you. Yeah. Um, this one, like, the combat is, is there. It's, like, much more deeper and engaging. But the game itself doesn't give you the incentive to really like engage with it and it's still like kind of controls a little bit clunky to me um and it's like not like great to look at not great to listen to so it's it's like a, it's a, it's a solid arcade beat-em-up i think if i run into it in an arcade i might i might give it a whirl but um like i i wouldn't be the first the first thing i'd go to mm -hmm. yeah it's tough because like our our scale now is so uh on or off right so it makes it really hard for a game yeah. like this it makes it really hard for a game like this um so i totally see where you're coming from there uh this game isn't a lot it is not a lot but the stuff that is there i do really like so i i'm gonna give this a hey i like that game um i like beat em ups mm -hmm. i like a lot of the things this one does i love the weird licensing that like right <laughs> that like that like kind of nails it like kind of nails it like going from one game in uh the incredible hulk ultimate destruction that like n does nail the you know license to the gameplay it does it really really well and it doesn't do the story or anything well but it does like the game like what you expect from the incredible hulk you got with that game and i feel like mm. this game is that too it's like what do I see in my mind's eye when I think Die Hard? Like, Die Hard Arcade? It's something like this, you know? It's, it's clothesline and ladies in the hallway. Yeah, it's, like, over-the-top, like, action. And it's, like, heart-pumping. Because, like, you can't tell me that those quick-time events, like, the like the first time you came up <laughs> wasn't, like, didn't get you hyped. Like, wait, what the hell's going on here? Oh, oh, yeah. oh because it, like, hits them, and then it does a slow-mo of the hit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you see it like three times. Yeah, it's it's great. Like this game, um, like I said, it's not a lot, but the things that are there, I'm into. So mm -hmm. it's a hey, I like that game for me. Yeah, I guess it's a binary. Yeah. I think it's like I don't like that game, but like it's probably like, a, like it's probably like a five out of ten game to me. Yeah, yeah, I, and I'm I would say that too. <laughs> this is like a five. <laughs> it's like a five point one. It just gets over the. <laughs> barely gets there yeah. yeah lives over the finish line but man it's it's cool i like it um all right well, jake i know what we're what we're playing yeah. next, next episode so 
It's got to be a pretty short game because we still have our end of the year awards that we need to give out. We need to do that. Right. So yeah. That... So like, I wanted to I wanted to pick a short game. This is one I uh, had kind of thought about a little while ago. It is a short game. We don't even have to leave the arcade to play this one. Toby. Ooh, we're staying in the arcade. We're staying in the arcade. Um, and also just like in my continuing obsession to just play older and older video games. This one is I think going to be our oldest by a while. Oh what? Uh, so for the next episode of Hey I Like That Game, Tony, we are going to be playing Dragon's Lair. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I've never and played yes, this. Yes, the uh, Don Bluth artistically created, basically quick time event, the video game. 1983 arcade classic dragon's lair oh my god this is a that's a really good pick jake this is another one i have seen like in the wild a few times but never actually played yeah um, but I, I would definitely want to try it out same thing i have a very vivid memory of going to an arcade growing up and seeing dragon's lair and wanting to play it but it was it cost too much money like it was, mm -hmm. it was like one of those like this is a premium. This is a dollar to play as opposed to like twenty five or fifty cents, uh, and I could I never played it, and I never saw another one in the wild. That's crazy. I'm I'm super excited for this, Jake. Yeah, me too. All right, man. Well, uh, people can find us on what Facebook at Hey I Like That Game podcast, Twitter at Like That Game, uh, where our new hashtag wait for it propagate the pod. Hashtag propagate the pod. Yeah, let's just let's just, let's just get it going. Let's go, guys. Um, get and, trending. <laughs> oh my god, um, that would be impossible. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna call it like I see it. Um, uh, what else do we got? Uh, and our, our email is hey, I like that game at gmail .com. Yeah, email us uh, suggestions or tweet us suggestions. We're always uh, always taking new. We got a couple of guests lined up for next year. Uh, mm -hmm. that should be fun, but, uh, a lot of year left to schedule. So, so get those suggestions in, uh, all right. Well, Jake, uh, as always live life passionately, love each other unconditionally and play video games. Jake, play some. Okay. I should, I need to, I should, I haven't played a lot of video games, so I'm going to play video games. Go play video <laughs> games, man. <laughs> We love you. Hey there, folks. Tony here. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. If you'd like the show, consider dropping us a rating and review on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. You know, every little bit helps. Uh, we are also streaming regularly on Twitch now. Uh, come hang out and join in on the nonsense live Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays every week with a bonus uh, stream tossed in there for good measure every once in a while. Make sure to hit that follow button on the Twitch channel to join the Coops Club. 